You are listening to another Always Moto production. The Always Moto Podcast with your host, David Hogan. We talk moto events from around the world. All the injuries, all the training ins and outs, the bikes, parts and gear inspections. The results, we interview your favourite riders. It's the Always Moto Podcast. We occasionally have some coarse language and the odd stuff up along the way. If you don't like it or you don't agree with us, turn it off right now. I'd like to remind you that he is not a doctor. That's right, Moto fans. I'm not a doctor, but I am a physiotherapist. And this is episode 87 of the Always Moto podcast brought to you by Liet Moto Australia. As always, I'm your host, David Hogan. This is the Always Moto podcast. We are not in the depths of the clinic throwing strapping tape anywhere it will stick today. Today, we are in the pits at Marvel Stadium getting post-race interviews from riders you want to hear from and occasionally some you might not want to hear from, but they were standing still long enough that I shoved the microphone in their face and, you know, we made them talk. So, anyway. Hey, Moto fans. This is this episode is brought to you by Leo Moto Australia, the ultimate gear protection solution for riders seeking top-notch safety and style. From head to toe, Leo Moto has you covered with innovative helmets, goggles, body armor, and more. Leo Moto has cutting-edge technology that pushes boundaries in rider safety. Don't compromise on your safety and comfort. Choose Liat to stay safe and embrace the thrill. Head over to liat.com.au and gear up for your next ride. Competitive Edge Performance there are on board with Always Moto Podcast here. They are your look. They are if you are looking to take your performance to the next level, Competitive Edge Performance is the go-to provider of strength and conditioning programs, sports nutrition, and on-bike coaching schools for athletes of all levels. Whether you're just starting out or a seasoned pro, they've got you covered. They offer in-person sessions and top-notch online programs accessible anywhere, anytime through their awesome training app. Competitive Edge Performance believes everyone deserves access to the best training and they have over 10 years experience so their coaches know what it takes to succeed. Join Competitive Edge Performance today. Always Moto Podcast listeners get 50% off your first month on their training app using the code COMPEDGECOACH. That's C-O-M-P-E-D-G-E-C-O-A-C-H, all in capital letters. Now, don't forget slant board guy and endurance recovery boots for your training needs. If you want to get better legs, you need that slant board. If you want to get you recovered to be able to train harder the next time, you need endurance recovery boots. And don't forget, both of those companies have the code ALWAYSMOTO in lowercase to save at checkout. Tech 167 3D printing. Do you need something cool for your bike? A bit of a funnel that will just screw straight in. We've been using that funnel regularly here on the Always Moto podcast on our bikes here. We've got the Gas Gas 350 and the Sherco 300. It's easy on the Gas Gas. It just screws straight in. Unfortunately, with the Sherco, the pipe's in the way. It doesn't work. They don't have one for those bikes. But the Gas Gas and other models around they, that have that accessibility fits in perfectly. No spillage. I have to use a crappy old funnel on the... Uh, on the Sherco, and it annoys the crap out of me because there's always a little bit of spillage. Anyway, the Tech 167 products are awesome. As always, we've got our merch as well. We've got our T-shirts available. We need to try and get some more of these sold so we can get to some more races here in 2024. The shirts are $25 plus postage and handling. Show your show support and rock rock one at your next race. Now, if you don't need to wear a T-shirt, and I've been saying this a bit lately on the podcast, maybe you're a bit too sexy for your shirt. 
If that's the case, you can make a donation instead of buying a shirt. Um, so to make your shirt purchase, you can inf- email us at info at alwaysmoto.com. But if you just want to donate to the show, maybe you can use our PayPal account. Uh, and you can uh, all our purchases are via PayPal, um, but you can send a donation direct to the PayPal account. So get in there and do that as well. Now, some special sponsor announcements at this time of year. Black Friday sales are going on. It's time. Um, Polar Australia has a massive Black Week sale going on. It's actually going on for about two weeks or so. It's on currently. It's running through to the December 3rd. Um, you can get a massive deal on at the moment. They have got some ridiculous deals on their products across almost all of the range. I think the only one that's not on sale is their brand new V3, their Vantage 3 watch that's just come out recently, and that's understandable. It's brand new. But everything else is ridiculous. I was looking at a couple for a friend uh, the other night, and one of their models was like 50% off. It was down from 400 and something down to 200 and something. So it it is a fantastic time to get a new deal, a deal on one of these new products. If you need to update, you want to get a new version, maybe you just need another chest strap. They are on sale as well. Um, so check out Polar Australia. Now, to find all of these supporters and how to get any of these things from any of these places, check out the show notes or our social on the bio in their social channels. Um, you'll find the links to get to those pages and make a purchase and save some money using the codes. Thanks to Always Moto Podcast. All right, enough for the intro talk. Let's get into these post-race interviews from Marvel Stadium uh, for Australian Supercross, the final round, round three, here in Melbourne. All right, let's do it. All right, um, we're here in World Supercross for Melbourne, but we're doing the Oz Supercross tonight. Um, final round, round three. We've got Dylan Wills from uh, SX1 class, fifth tonight in the um, in the 20 light main event. Pretty good night for you. Yeah, and to be honest with you, it was, um, yeah, it was good. It was a lot of fun. We just... We just played the cards we were dealt and, and tried to be smart. Um, I, I knew coming in here that I, d- I didn't have 20 laps under me. I just didn't. Um, I tried to start banging the 20s out after Newcastle and trying to get into a bit of a flow, and then I just got really sick. And um, you know, I think I did uh, maybe like two solid days on the bike after Newcastle, and then that was it. So I knew coming in that it was tough, um, but I really just wanted to get through it. Because um, tomorrow night's World Supercross, that 8-8-12 format, I think will suit me more. I've got, I know I've got eight laps in me, um, and I feel like I'm riding really good. It's just I just I literally just buttoned off, and I didn't let myself get tired in that main event. I just rode um, within my limits and and just tried to to really be smart. I just didn't want to get fatigued and do something stupid, so I rode at a at a level where I knew I wasn't going to get to that point. I feel like um, I was going to actually ask you that because you were sort of third at the beginning there. And I wondered if you knew, because of that illness we spoke about before the race and stuff, that whether you would sort of pace yourself and then sort of drop into that middle section. And you sort of did. So maybe, like you said, that tomorrow night's format being shorter, you, you've got it if you just keep pushing on. Yeah, for sure. Um, the plan for me in that main um, was to come out of the gates and do five hard laps and then try and button off. This sounds ridiculous, <laughs> but try and button off for 10 and then finish with five solid. That was yeah. my plan. Um, and at the end of the moto, I didn't actually, I didn't actually have to put those five hard laps in. So I just, I just brought it home. But um, yeah, like you said, I think tomorrow night's format is going to be a lot more, you know, in my wheelhouse. I, I can still ride fast, and, uh, and I think I've got eight in me. The twelve is going to be tough for sure. But um, you know, if we get out and get a good qualifying, my starts were really good tonight. I was leading them through the first turn in both the heat and the main. So um, yeah, it was good. It was, a, it was a really good start to the moto. I was stoked to be running there and, and keeping uh, Brayton honest 
um, but just one little mistake in that rhythm before the before the Supercross triple and uh, Dean and Josh got me so that was all she wrote that was enough for me to get a bit pumped up and then I just had to be smart yeah but those guys you kind of expected to be coming through at some point so even if you can sit in behind them it's still a good night for, for you know for yourself and to build back into this but yeah, look, tomorrow night, I think if you can get some of those starts, bring them from tonight to tomorrow night, that'll do you a world of good. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. I really want to get in there tomorrow and, and give it my best. And, um, you know, you don't get these opportunities often. And um, I didn't think I would ever get this opportunity again after I, you know, sat out motocross. And always the intention was always to race Supercross, but there was definitely doubt of, of it actually coming together. And we're here now and one thing's led to another and we're racing, racing World Supercross tomorrow. So going to get out there and give it a crack and, um, and bang bars. So question for you, the wild card, how did it come about? Was it results based from Newcastle? Was it the, the presence in the pits for you? Was it a combination? Did you ring them? Did they ring you? What, what happened here? Uh, it was definitely a combination of both. I think Newcastle looked good um, on paper for sure. And then the, pre the presence in the pits was obviously really cool and they wanted us to be a part of that. Uh, up on the concourse, um, but I, I called Adam on the Monday and I said, "Man, like, just I'm up for it. Yeah, I'm up for it. Like, get me out there. Like, realistically, who, who, you know, who in the field kind of not to sound like a dick, but who deserves it more than me? You know what I mean? Like, I know I didn't race the first one, but I, I had a good showing, and you know, just give me the shot. I, I nearly had a shot last year that didn't come together, and you know, I, I didn't think I thought maybe that would never come back. So, let's do it. Uh, awesome. Well, look, man, good. Well done tonight, fifth place. Um, hopefully tomorrow's a solid night and you can uh, make that wild card worthwhile. Yeah, that's it, man. I, um, I got to say a massive shout out to everyone behind me. It's just a really fun program we got going on and, um, and thank you to you too, man, for supporting the sport and, and trying to lift everyone. Appreciate it. Just doing my part. All right, we'll see you tomorrow night. All right, uh, round three, Supercross, Australian Supercross. Uh, we are in Melbourne for fr night one, the Australian rounds, with J Jace Cosford. Um, not the night you wanted for, mate. Um, on the ground, in the main there. Um, just a bit of a rough go. Yeah, definitely not the night I was looking for. Um, ended up on the ground a lot more than I would have liked in the racing. Um, ripped an awesome start in the heat race, and then someone just like, I just outbroke them, and they, they fell on me, basically, and we both went down. And um, yeah, bad start in the main, and then just chaos, really. Wasn't able to ride my best, and just stuck behind the pack, and um, yeah, a couple crashes, so I'm not actually sure where I ended up. It yeah. wasn't the night I was looking for anyway. I haven't really had time to reflect. Um, yeah, we're just on the way out, so. Yeah, no, we caught you as you are heading out, so I appreciate you still doing this, but um, look, what's obviously right tonight off maybe, it was not how it was. How was the season overall for you in the Supercross? Yeah, it started really well in Adelaide, and I'm a top five, and that's where I wanted to be, you know, that's the expectations, but um yeah, just falling short these last two rounds, and it's a really short series. So um, overall, I'm really disappointed, and you know, it is what it is. It's only a three-round series, so um, coming up short of expectations sucks. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll keep pushing forward and see what we can do in the future. Is there one thing you feel like you need to work on for next year in, in terms of the Supercross side of things to make these results different, or is it just bad situations, wrong timing, you know, wrong place on the track sort of thing? Yeah, I feel like it was just honestly bad luck tonight, but, um, you know, you always put yourself in those positions, so, you know, if you just qualify better, get better starts and stay up front, you get yourself out of them positions, so, I mean, that's all we can really go for is just to keep improving and then try and stay out of the chaos the best much as possible so yeah that's what we'll go 
um, look forward to in the next season and try and get that consistency up, get that bit better and yeah, we'll see, see what we can do. Yeah, well look, um, go home tonight, relax, um, forget about it, come back and watch some racing tomorrow night in the world side of things and enjoy it and then uh, start planning for 24. Sounds good, thank you mate. No, I appreciate your time mate, thank you. Ready? All right, we got uh, the winner from uh, SX1 tonight, Luke Clout. Mate, um, off the start, I thought it wasn't going to work out, but then somehow that first turn, everybody just pushed out wide and you were in the inside and out in the lead. Yeah, I just, um, I got a decent start, but just wheel spun a little bit. I was doing that all day for some weird reason, but I kind of learned from the heat race that, you know, everyone ran wide. So uh, I just hit the brakes early, hoped and, every, and yeah, it worked. Everyone just went wide and I just went up the inside and Led 20 laps, start to finish. Is 20 laps long when you're in front the whole time? 100%. It's so much longer than when you're in the front, just kind of, you know, pulling away as well. Like, doing your own thing, it just feels like it's forever. Like, I looked at the, you know, the big board halfway through and it said I had 11 laps to go. And it felt like I was out there for, like, 15 laps. Did you know at about that time that Dean had got in the second and you could you see him at yeah, that point? Yeah, yeah, I was 100% I was managing the race, yep. 100%. Um, I knew I had that seven-second lead and... I could see Dean when I was coming right before the finish. He was, um, you know, coming Doing up to the, the triple. triple. Yep. So that was just, I could just see it every lap. And I knew I got messed up with lap as one lap. He caught up and then the next lap, it happened to him. So yeah. I kind of just, it was a yo-yo, but yeah, I just uh, rode my own race. So how does this feel for them tomorrow night? Is this a good confidence boost? 100%. 100% we're in Melbourne. Um, I wanted to get, you know, the goal was two podiums, but I won tonight and... Why don't we keep it going? Why don't we win again tomorrow? That's the plan. Well, look, um, go and get some rest. Thanks for making some time, and uh, well done on the, on the win tonight, mate. Thanks, mate. Cheers. All right, uh, night one here in Melbourne, Australian Supercross. We've got the SX2 winner and championship winner, Max Anstey. Um, can't do much better this, this, in this Australian Supercross, mate. No, it was, it was a great time, man. I, I had a lot of fun. Um, the championship, yeah. I mean, it was, it was perfect for my main events. Um, but, man, these boys are faster. Got to stay on my toes, and... Uh, Execute and I was pleased with my performance, um, but focus on tomorrow night now. Let's, uh, let's go and see what we can do in this World Championship. You, you sort of rode in the way that I felt you would in terms of you built through the event and then like um, won by a bit at the end, yeah. but I feel like you were testing out what was for tomorrow night because I think tomorrow night's the important one for you. hundred uh, percent. I mean, of course, for, for Honda Australia, for Boost, for Uri, for my team, Australia is, is amazing and, and man, this championship is, is fantastic. But it's weird because mentally I'm like, right, I've got to go again tomorrow. So I'm trying to not be, uh, you know, too uh, overexcited too, yeah, by it. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, no, focus on what I've got to do for tomorrow and um, sticking to the plan. So we'll be good. You've got a decent points lead for tomorrow, um, but anything can happen. It's racing. Um, any plans as such for how you approach it or are you just going out there to win? I'm just going out there to win at the moment. And that's the, uh, that is the plan. Um, just go and get the first two motors out of the way and then, and then happy days for, for the last one. But... That's all I can do, focus on what I need to do and, uh, and get it done. Anything tonight other than bed or just, you know, prep ways yeah, tomorrow? Let's just go and get some food and get to bed. That's, uh, that's it. That's it. All right, well, look, um, thank you for the interview. Good luck tomorrow. Hopefully we get uh, two championships in one weekend. All right, thank you very much. Cheers, guys. Thank you. All right, all right Australian Supercross round three in Melbourne. Uh, we're here with Brad West um, to come out, see you at track. It's uh, nice to be back on track, I gather. Yeah, it's uh, been a while since I race and even anything racing in Australia, so it's uh, it's been good. It was a bit of a 
rushed uh, little trip. So it ended up pretty good though. Got some definitely a lot of experience. Um, first 450 Supercross race. Uh, it was definitely a, a little bit of an eye opener. <laughs> it always is, isn't it? It's the bigger bike. It's a bigger, bigger class. More, you know, high level guys, and then you feel like you got to find your spot to fit in. Yeah, well, I like like I said, I got a whole shot in the heat, and I was starstruck. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I lost all sense of my rhythms. I was like, I don't know where I'm going. What's that next jump? Is it the is it the quad? Is it a on off? What am I doing? Yeah, um, yeah, no. But the heat was good. I uh, got off to a good start, obviously. Um, obviously, them guys were a bit faster than me, but um, tried to keep my own, and then ended up around fourth in the heat. Yeah, so um, eighth or ninth, I think we were trying to work that out as, as your main for the night. Not bad, considering you haven't been on a racetrack in quite some time. Yeah, even even this event, um, like I, I can't remember the last time I've been healthy. I'm not quite 100% even right now. Um, probably three weeks ago, I was planning to do uh, the second round, um, but I injured my foot, the plate in my foot that I previously had. Um, I just extended my foot weird and planted it weird and extended some muscles a bit too weird. Um, and I was off the bike for probably two weeks, so I've had maybe four or five days on the bike, so it was a bit rushed. I, like, we planned this race when I was injured. I had like a couple of days, and I'm like, will I ride, will I not? Um, and then we just kind of went for it. So just wanted to get out here, I gather, because like, that's not a great prep coming in. No, obviously not. Like, I, I, don't, I didn't even do any motors previous. So I was just getting track time, making sure my foot was good. Like I, ran, I wore a brand new pair of A-Stars, fresh boots, so I made sure my foot was nice and stiff. Um, but no, it, I, honestly, it was good. Um, it's tough training out in Dingo by yourself. Uh, obviously, good tracks and everything are starting to heat up. I eventually started getting up and I was riding at six in the morning on Supercross, so. Uh, we, we, train, we train hard, even though we were off the bike a little bit. Um, only had a couple of days, but uh, we went for it. Yeah, nice. So Talk a little bit about when you all these like health issues you've had recently. It's been a while since you've been actually healthy at a track. Yeah, I think um, my last injury, obviously, well not injury, just illness, my health. Um, I can't really go into depth on it fully, but I just didn't have like stamina and the energy, and I just get tired basically, like basically like Epstein Barr. Um, and then previous to that, I had a bike malfunction and. I broke my foot in like four places, I had it plated up, a foot elevated for ages. Um, and then previous to that, even more health issues I had myocarditis, a um, whole bunch of things. So I've definitely uh, figured out a lot of my body over the last couple, probably two or three years. For a young guy, all that's a, a lot to get put through at the very beginning of what's hopefully a long moto career. Yeah, um, it's definitely put a toll on me, but honestly, it's made me a better person. Like. If I didn't know about these things, obviously I couldn't race at my best. Um, so we're just trying to chip away and get back to the 100%. Hopefully that's um, closer than it is far further away from yeah. now. So ideally you've uh, got a lot of these things under control now. Yeah, it's, uh, trying to see the light at the end of the tunnel. So um, we're getting there um, as he rides off on the bike. Yeah, good timing with the bike start there. But anyway, it's, a, it's an audio and video interview. Hopefully they pick that up. We can still hear you. But anyway, um, but yeah, so... Um, Plans for moving forward? Are we just back into training and stuff? Yeah, I think back into, either way, I'll still be on Supercross. Um, obviously, my mum my wants me home for Christmas, so <laughs> don't go over to the States just yet. Um, so spend some family, quality family time with everyone. Um, get some friends up, maybe train some Supercross, do a little boot camp. Um, 
we're always training hard. We're always going for something, some goal, some event. Um, just head down, bum up. We'll see where you are in a couple of weeks then, and um, yeah, maybe hear some announcements about what you're doing. Yeah, um, there should be some soon, hopefully. Try and get it figured out in the next month or so. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pumped to just be back racing. Yeah, it's nice to see you out there. So yeah, well done. Um, thanks for some time, and um, good luck with whatever's next. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it.